You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 125 of the podcast. For those of you moms out there who are struggling to balance motherhood with building your business. Today we are talking about the top five mistakes entrepreneurs with kids are making and how this gets in the way of us working smarter. Not only that, but it makes entrepreneurship as a parent so much harder when we're making these mistakes. So today I'm going to share these top five mistakes and strategies that, frankly, I learned a while ago, but that I still have to remind myself every so often because, let's face it, I'm human, I forget, and we all get out of our routine. But listen, regardless of how old your kids are, if they're in the house still, regardless of their age, the unexpected happens, right? Life happens, and every season, every age of our children brings something different. So it becomes challenging to be an entrepreneur and also be a parent because there is so much more uncertainty. But here is why we need to pay attention to these strategies that I'm talking about today. Not only is that uncertainty tough, but our kids are our dependents, right? They need us. And we set an example for them all the time. They watch how we handle our own responsibilities. They watch us work. They watch how we might get stressed when we're faced with our own challenges. And they watch how we take care of ourselves. So if you struggle to find that balance, to take care of yourself while you are building a business and being responsible as a parent, and you cannot seem to carve out enough time to do the things in the way that you want to, if you can't find enough time to work on your business and you end up feeling stressed at the end of every day because you still feel like you didn't get the things done that you wanted to, but you desperately want to have your own thing and you want to build your own business and still be present with your kids, this episode is for you. Our kids are constantly watching us. We are modeling behavior for them all the time. So a lot of what we're talking about here today isn't only going to help you run and grow your business. It will also help you improve the example that you are setting for your kids. So while none of us are perfect, I hope these things that you take away today will help you make some small changes that will have a big impact. In the last couple of months in my own life, if you've been following the podcast, you've heard a little bit about how much change has happened. Our household has gone through a lot. I had a relationship change. Now there is one less adult in the house. 
I am now the sole earner of the household again. And our summer ended, of course, with the kids going back to school. So there are new routines and activities on the table. And as many of you know as well, if you've been following me for a while, I am a co-parent. And in the last two weeks alone, I had the kids pretty much full-time. Their dad was on vacation, and not only that, but we also had a hurricane come through, so there were a couple of extra days out of school that the kids were home with me, and we just had a long holiday weekend, so more days out of school. So some of it was planned, but much of it was unanticipated and a little bit more last minute. Now, I am still learning as a mom who has a business how to manage all of these things and how to strike a balance between being that mom who I want to be, taking care of myself, and sustaining a profitable business while pursuing other interests that are important to me. And that is a lot to juggle for any of us. So today I am sharing these five mistakes that we make when we are trying to do the balancing act of being a parent and being a business owner. After listening to this, you should take away some practical tips for how to better manage your resources of time and energy as a parent and entrepreneur. These are things that you can start doing today and the very next time you are sitting down to plan your week. So listen up. Number one mistake. And I'm starting with the biggest mistake that for me has had the greatest impact when I started implementing this strategy. This mistake, which I see way too often and I was guilty of, and the strategy that I'm going to recommend has changed so much for me as a parent and business owner who works from home. When I implement this strategy I'm going to talk about, I am less stressed and more creative less frustrated. So number one mistake is splitting your focus. There is a difference between work that we do that requires 100% of our focus and concentration and work that we do that only demands, say, half of it. Think about it, especially when you're trying to do creative work. It requires 100% of our focus, undivided attention, right? This could be things like learning or studying new material, creating content or new assets in our business, or doing important financial calculations, and also sales activities like one-on-one client consults. These activities require 100% of our focus. Now, there are other things that you can do with just 50% of your focus. That may be listening to a podcast or an audiobook, which I am notorious for doing while I'm folding laundry, right? It only takes half of my focus to do each of those things. Cleaning out your email inbox, especially when a lot of the emails in there end up just being deleted like mine. Or other administrative CEO activities. Maybe also online networking, DMs, organic marketing activities, right? They may only require 50% of our focus, doing those follow-ups or messaging connections. Here's the takeaway. Get clear on which actions demand 100% of your focus 
and those that only require 50% and schedule time blocks first for those that require 100% of your focus that you know you need to put undivided attention toward. Get them in first, prioritize them. So have a look at your to-do list and ask yourself for each item on that. Does it require 100% of my focus or only 50%? And if it is only 50%, you can schedule those during times when you're more likely to get interrupted by the kids or have less energy during the day. For example, I strive to pick my kids up a little bit early from their aftercare after school. So I make sure that I schedule in the 100% focus activities during the time I know they're going to be in school and I save some of those 50% focus activities for the later part of the afternoon when they're more likely to be home with me or when I know I might feel less creative with less energy. The result of this strategy and avoiding this mistake is that you become more productive and less frustrated with those interruptions. Okay, mistake number two I see entrepreneurs with kids make. And this kind of goes without saying, but way too many of us still don't do it. Or we start doing it and it works for a few weeks and then we fall off. And that mistake is not planning ahead. Generally speaking, I recommend for most of my clients that you do this on a weekly basis. And here are three simple steps I'm going to outline as a strategy to start with if you find that you are making this mistake of not planning ahead. Number one, start with one to-do list, one sheet of paper on your desk, one place that you add all the things that are on your to-do list, not a journal and a calendar and notes and a piece of paper. Just one to-do list. And then set up a time each week to unload that to-do list into your actual planner or calendar. I love my online calendar. I can color code it. makes it super simple. Step two, when you're offloading those things from the to-do list, remember to keep in mind that focus, that 100% versus 50% focus, and time block. Chunk your time into like activities. You can personalize this based on how your energy is throughout the day and the schedule you know you're going to have with the kids. Plus, you can also time block by business functions, right? You can do a block of marketing activities and a block of admin activities. Step three, it's very straightforward, but it's often where most of us fail to follow through, and that is Once it's in the calendar, just follow the calendar. And what this process does, what this strategy allows for, is avoiding trying to squeeze work in wherever you can, when you really would rather be present with your kids. It's one of the worst mistakes I see my clients make when they come to me, and also something that I was very guilty of in the past, and that is trying to squeeze the work in, getting frustrated when I got interrupted, but then also feeling guilty because I wasn't spending the time being present with my kids. So let's stop doing that. Let's put these three simple steps for planning into place. The result that you will get if you're taking these steps 
is that you're just going to get so much more done. So I challenge you, set time aside, take these three steps with your planning for the next week. Okay, mistake number three, not leaving buffer time. We need to set aside a cushion of time for the unexpected. All of us do, but especially those of us with kids because we have dependence and the unexpected happens. So we have to build in a cushion of time for that. So if you're following through with the strategies I already outlined and you're personalizing your time blocking and you're planning ahead, you're going to find it so much easier to create a cushion of time, whether it's a couple of hours each day or a half a day, say, on Friday. Generally speaking, our kids' schedules follow some sort of structure. Generally speaking, we know what to expect. So do what makes sense for you and your family and your kids and build in that cushion time when it makes the most sense for you. Here's the key with this. Plan for the structure, the expected, so that you get to be flexible with your buffer. Remember, this is a little bit of the mindset piece. You are in charge of your time, even though I know many of you are wanting to argue with that right now. So knowing that you're in charge of your time from an empowered place, when you do need to use that buffer time or that extra cushion that you built in, use it wisely. And be grateful to yourself that you actually created it at all. The result of this strategy and avoiding this mistake is that you're going to get a greater sense of balance and control over your time. Doesn't that sound amazing? Okay, mistake number four. Not asking for support. I'm only going to touch on this briefly because I talk about it a lot on the podcast. Way too many of us, especially us moms, do not ask for support. Ask for help. Practice using your voice. And yes, I know it's uncomfortable if you're not used to doing it. But be willing to get uncomfortable asking for support so that you can achieve these business goals that you want to in your own life. And if you are following these previous steps that I already talked about and you are planning ahead, it will be easier for you to know what to ask for and from whom. There are so many trade-offs and exchanges that we can make. Ask those in your network for support. Consider options for childcare or babysitters or family. Trade-off play dates. Even if it's simply time that you need for you to just take a break. I did this extensively across the last two weeks alone because I knew that I did need to get some work done. There was a lot of unexpected that was happening, but I also had some personal things that I needed to tend to. So I got uncomfortable and I asked directly for help. And I traded that off by helping my neighbor who helped me in exchange. The result of being willing to ask for support is that you are going to get the breaks that you need. You're going to feel less stressed. And remember, we're modeling this for our kids. They are watching. All right, mistake number five that I'm leaving with you today is having too much on your plate. I know this one. 
unfortunately all too well. And it was the greatest source of overwhelm many years ago when I had too many things on my plate. So there are two things I want to say about this that typically lead to this problem. Number one, it's that the way that you are spending your time is not fully aligned with your values. This is about getting clear on how you desire to spend your time, how you desire to use your precious resource of energy. It is saying yes to the things that actually are yes for you and saying no to the things that are not aligned. Too many of us are doing a lot of the things that are not aligned. We're saying yes to the no's and we're not doing enough of the right things, the things that are a yes. Have a look at your to-do list or just audit the way that you are currently investing your time. What are the things on your list or that you're spending time doing that are fun, exciting, and aligned with your values? The things that give you energy. And what are the things that are not? Strongly consider ways to offload those things that are not. And the second part of this is that too many of us believe that it all has to be done perfectly, right? This is more of the mindset. One thing I learned early on when it comes to parenting is that I have to choose my battles. So know what your non-negotiables are when it comes to how you want to parent and what your life and your household need to look like for you. And where are you okay with being a little bit more flexible? Bottom line, let go of what you can let go of. If you do this, the result is that you're going to stop feeling so overwhelmed all the time, feeling like you're trying to do too much and trying to do it all perfectly. That is what I have for you today. There was a lot in this episode, so go back and listen through again. There's a lot here. Make sure that you are planning your weeks and you aren't making these same mistakes. And again, those top five mistakes are splitting your focus, not planning ahead, not leaving buffer time, not asking for support, and having too much on your plate. If you are ready to get serious about growing your business and you want all the marketing, sales, and mindset insights that my most successful clients are learning, go download the Ultimate Success Guide for CEO Moms. This is the free guide and workbook that you want so that you can break through your income ceiling and achieve the wealth that you desire. You can download it at katereuter.com freebie. I will drop the link in the show notes. Again, it's katereuter, that's R-E-U-T-E-R dot com slash freebie. This is a high value workbook that will help you jumpstart your earning potential and give you the foundational business growth strategies you need to develop more compelling messaging for your ideal clients and kickstart your earnings so you can break through your income ceiling. Go grab it now. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. 
And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.